Welcome to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Love. I believe in taking massive action to overcome life's biggest challenges because I know the rewards that lie on the other side. This show is a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you level up in your life. Here's to a new you where your dedication, commitment, and staying true to yourself will make your wildest dreams come alive. Let's do this. Well, thank you so much for being on the BCMB Love podcast. I have a very, very special, special guest today. His name is Randall Cottrell. Let me just read his bio for you because this guy is amazing. So I'm glad he's on the, on the show to really give us some great, great nuggets. Um, Randall started his first business in 2001. Okay. And over the years, found a passion in bridging gaps between clients' needs and resources available. Now, Randall gets things done no matter what. That's what type of guy he is. He is a passionate executive, a successful federal government contractor, diversity champion, avid small business investor, coach, and one of the best advocates for entrepreneurship on earth. And this is true. He's expanded globally, and I can't wait for him to share more, more about that. Randall loves community and believes in building it wherever he is. He's an active public speaker, a father of five, and a husband. Randall runs on wisdom, passion, and won't take no for an answer. He brings that energy wherever he goes, and I hope he is bringing it today. So let's welcome Randall Cottrell to the Beaching Beloved podcast. Hey, Randall. Hey, how's it going? All right, all right. I am glad I had a couple of chats with you. And I just saw that you were just an amazing go-getter, right? Go-getter in the industry of federal contracts. And you know a lot of information that a lot of people do not know. So I was really drawn by that because I've talked to a lot of people in government contracting. And you really have the inside scoop. But I really want to know who Randall is and where'd you come from and how did this journey all begin? Um, <laughs> where'd I come from? So... Uh, I'm from Montgomery, uh, but uh, I, um, you know, I, my parents were entrepreneurs, and uh, my mother had a uh, had a florist business and a wedding planning business. Okay. And you know, I didn't know that the effect that it had on me, but it did. And my uncle was an entrepreneur, um, you know, so I kind of saw it in real time, uh, all the time, uh, the good and the bad, you know, but. Uh, but yeah, uh, came from you know childhood. It's pretty normal. Um, but I heard this radio interview one day, and the guy goes, uh, he asked this other guy, "How do you define an entrepreneur?" And the other guy goes, "Somebody who has a unique distaste for being manipulated or controlled." And I was like, "That's me." Mm. You know, I, I have a very unique distaste for it. It's not normal. Right. Right. I can't tolerate it, you know, so, right. um, you know, I started out in, I had a car shop, uh, we did like audio video upgrades, uh, remember Fast and Furious, the movie? Oh, absolutely, I just watched all of them on, was it, the, FX okay. or something like that recently that showed every last one, they're still showing them, how we run, yeah, yeah, so that's kind of what I did, um, mm-hmm. starting out, and I, it was fun, you know, first business I ever did, it was fun business, and, um, uh got into home audio and video and then okay. the recession hit in like 08 09 
or mm-hmm. 0708. Mm-hmm. And what happened was that um, the banks started buying other banks. And I already knew how to run wires through buildings and wires and cars. So I was like, IT, you know, the banks are buying other banks. They had to redo their IT. Right. And I got into, got into IT. And that's where um, things really started, you know, changing and taking off. I was like, that's a lot of money in this business. Um, but uh, did IT for a long time. Uh, did a lot of other stuff. I've tried everything. I've, I had... I've, I sold chairs to churches and made a killing doing that. Really? Um, yes. You have a um, unique way of finding these loopholes or these low-hanging fruit in the industry and really tagging on and really penetrating that and just blowing it up. And that's yeah, what, I mean, right. Who I, would think, I, you know, chairs for, for churches. I mean, but honestly, what, where do chairs get their churches? I mean, where do uh, churches get their chairs? So, so there's this company called Church Chair. It's like, it's in Georgia. And I figured out this, this thing was there and, you know, I hit them up. I was like, Hey, I want to become a rep for y'all. They're like, nah, we don't do reps, but we'll just, we'll give you a wholesale price. And sure enough, I found churches that needed chairs. I bought them wholesale, sold them just below retail and charged to install them. Boom. <laughs> just making money. Wow. Um, uh, you know, I had an air charter brokerage, which was pretty cool. Um, you know, met some rich people that needed to fly. And I was like, cool, I got you. And <laughs> it just, you know. Uh, Wait a minute. So you found rich people who need to fly. I understand that. So mm-hmm. you went and bought some planes to help them fly. No, no I knew people that had airplanes too. Oh, so you connected the two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> made money off that. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, it kept going. I've, I've done a lot. I, I mean, I have a, I had a trucking company for a time. Uh, I just got bored, you know, um, did that, bought a truck, uh, sold it, got out of the business, didn't lose any money. I know a lot of people say they lose money in trucking. I, I did not. I came out good. Um, had a chance to get into uh, insurance, which was interesting, mm-hmm. and um, tried it. I was like, yeah, this sucks too. I'm not going to do that, but... I ended up getting another guy that loves doing it. I taught him how to do it a little bit better, a, a different perspective. And now he's doing it, but I get paid off of him he loves it. doing it. Wow. Yeah, it. he loves it. Yeah. So like, I don't do it. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, like over time though, you try all the stuff and um, yeah, I had to find a focus and uh, I guess sure. to get where I'm at now was, mm-hmm. you know, I started hearing about government contracting and I'm like, that's the big one, you know, okay. that's now, where I want to spend my time. Where, out of all these companies that, you, that you've started or you've had, which one did you absolutely love the most? Wow. So, um, love the first one right. and love Blue Gyra today, uh, aviation mm, company. Tell me about Blue Gyra. So Blue Gyra is uh, purely aviation services for the federal government, for commercial entities. Um, we were our first few contracts with the feds were around missiles and helicopters and, uh, got into that, you know, it's eye-opening. It's, it was incredible. Um, cause I got into that space when you really focus on 
certain spaces with the government, there's no competition. You mm-hmm. can get in there and people get to know you and they trust you. And it's just like, wow, hey, you know, no competition. So we got into that and, um, you know, had had some, we had an inroad, but I, that I thought was going to be more of like a handhold, but it wasn't, it was just an inroad. And we had to work like crazy to get, you know, to the next level. Um, but yeah, Blue Gyre got into uh, aviation services. So that includes manufacturing aviation parts, um, flight training, uh, maintenance training, and uh, support services. Um, I mean, it's, that, that includes, like, support is pretty broad. It's training. It's sometimes it's uh, curriculum development. Right, right. Uh, you got, uh, you, you have, like, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's just speaking stage stuff. You know, you're getting in front of a lot of people and you're talking about a certain subject, you know, subject matter expert type stuff. Um, yeah, it's pretty broad, but yeah, all, I, all we do is now is, is stuff that flies and we try to keep, you know, healthy percentage of federal and commercial. Well, let me ask you a question. Okay. So you entered into federal contracting with a, with starting with aviation and you didn't know anything about aviation as far as I can see what you were just talking about, the previous companies that you, that you had. Now, how in the world do you get into aviation? I mean, aviation, that's, that's not, you know, putting together, I don't know, a tube no, of lotion or something like that. That's pretty no. complicated. That's, that's kind of complicated. How did you learn? Did you have to learn this? Do you outsource this? Yeah. How did someone get into a, a, an area of the federal contracting space that has no competition and, mm-hmm. and market where they have no knowledge about? How does that work? So as an entrepreneur, you, you got to figure out where you're going to play and how you're going to play. Mm. So you figure out where, but then you got to figure out how. I was like, okay, I want to be in the space. Cool. How? Um, I learned while I was doing all the other stuff, the key to teaming and brokering. That's very important. I can, at this point, you can show me anything and say, Randall, we got to accomplish this. Give me two hours on Google. And, and, and some phone calls and I'll have the solution. And wow. it's just that simple. I learned how to do research and I learned how to team, um, learn how to talk to people and, 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 and learn how to present deals the right way where, you know, I might not be making as much as they will, but 10% of something is a lot better than hundred percent of nothing. So Absolutely. yeah, I learned, I learned how to do that. So aviation was kind of the same thing. Like, where are the experts at? Experts showed up, you know, met them um, in relationship, just whatever, in public, whatever. And, you know, I had one finally say, hey, listen, I know this business. Mm. Uh, I, I can help you. And boom, he was like, I'm going to invest. Cool, let's do it. So that was the first one. The second one knew the missile business and the manufacturing business. Boom. You know, that one came in. So um it was it was really and then it just kind of spiraled like once you start sharing something that you're focused on i want to take a quick break to thank all our listeners contributors and give a shout out to mint wave radio for promoting our show in scotland the uk and around the globe if you are interested in being a guest on the show or if you are an entrepreneur looking to enhance your communication and connection skills as a leader Contact me at bcnbelove.com forward slash contact. And people know if you're focused or not. 
And for the longest time, people thought I was just all over the place. But I was I take care of family. Right. I don't need to, you know, make money. It is what it is. But um, yeah, I got to the point where not only was it genuine, that, that it didn't sound genuine. It, you could feel it coming out of my pores. And, and honestly, at this point, Christy, I'm, if I don't do what I'm doing now, I don't know what I'm going to do. And you love it. Honestly. But what I heard you say is, and I'm a communication expert, it's mm-hmm. all about establishing relationships and being able to communicate on a business level to mm-hmm. find the people who can help you to, to do these projects, right? And to do mm-hmm. them well. Right. So you yes. have to do a little research on, on the companies that you that you um, work with as well, or partner with, because you want to make sure that they're going to deliver. And that I know that's a big one in federal yeah. contracting as well. So, you know, so, it sounds great. It sounds good getting federal contract, but there's a lot of inside and, and, and back work that you have to be diligent on. I was watching your program. Keyword, keyword, yeah. diligent, diligent, <laughs> diligent, diligent. And committed and really do the work. When I was watching your program, one uh, key um, thing that you talked about is that you have to be uh, a lot of things, but you have to be able to read because there's a lot yes. that goes involved, yes. involved in this. It's a lot of paperwork. It's not mm-hmm. easy, right? It's not just that, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I'm going to get a government contract, you know, get a government contract, yeah, I'm going to make all this money. No, you have to read. You have to read the fine print and the detail. But mm-hmm. on the other side, again, you have to be able to establish these connections and relationships. And when you start, of course, going to keep growing, but you have to tell people what you do. Get out there, get more visible, right? But hey, Christy, Christy, I got to tell you something. Communication, doing this business, is everything. But it's communication whether that you're reading to yourself, and and allow helping your brain. Your brain is helping you to understand what you're reading. You're communicating to yourself. You got to take that and communicate it to your team, to your subs, to your partners. You know what I mean? And, and you know. And that's one side, but then you got to communicate to your customer mm-hmm. oh, that yeah. you know what they asked for and, and give it back to them as here's your solution to the T what you asked for. Communi- this business is about communication. Um, I can't say, like, that's it. Like, it's communication. It's communication, absolutely. And establishing relationships and connections. Well, I, I love how I'm listening to your story, what you do and what you do best as you scale. You scale businesses. You start it down, you know, fun, fun job. But then you scaled every single time you're looking for something bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And this is where you are now, which is one of the biggest. But you're even expanding here. So that's great. And one specific thing you told me when we we're on the phone, you said, don't you know, I don't work with people who want to stay at the bottom. You want to come in janitorial and you want to stay there. Listen, you have an opportunity, right? You have this opportunity. You have to be able to scale and want to scale mm-hmm. to be able to work with you. Can you talk a little bit more about that? I mean, there's so many opportunities there. And I want you to talk to the listener who thinks, oh, you know, I'm going to go there and get government. Oh, yeah, the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just okay. going to be a custodian or I'm just going to clean, you know, clean these uh, companies, the floors, or, you know, wash the windows and just stay there. That's not yeah. what you're talking about. There's so much mm-hmm. opportunity. We, you just can't stay at the bottom. Right. Yeah. So like you, you don't. So I kind of have this like fearless scale idea, you know, just go get everything. And whether it causes whether you can do it or not, doesn't matter. Like, I don't even think about that. (laughs) You know what I mean? I have staff that thinks about that. They help me work through that. But I'm going to go get it. You know, that's how I am. So you can find someone and help. Yeah. Find someone, you know, you find the money or whatever. But, um, you know, the, the people that say, 
I just, you know, I'm good with, with this, this, I'm an entrepreneur. Okay. That's a job. That's a job. Business is different. Uh, and I, I learned that the hard way. Entrepreneurship is just a job and it might be a low paying job, but when I meet people that say, well, I, I want to do this. And, um, I say, Hey, okay, let's talk about growth. And like, well, you know, this and that, and, and this and that, and, and, you know, I'm not quite ready for that. And I'm not this and I'm not that. And I don't want to do that. And, you know, I really want to make a lot of money. I just want, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know, I, I hear you. The problem I have is people like that. One, they don't know what they're missing. Mm. Two, they don't know how much help they could give other people. Because a lot of them, I noticed they want to help somebody. You know what I mean? They always have some kind of charity in mind, some kind of kindness. And that's great. That's fantastic. But if you got $50,000 to spend, but you have the potential to have a half a million to spend to help people, why wouldn't you take the half a million and help more people? Right. Um, but the other side, the ugly part of it, and I'm just going to be brutal. I'm going to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. um, I really, really dislike mediocrity. Mm. I dislike it. At a, at a, I mean, deeply. I mean, especially when I know you can do better. Like, and when I know it, you know what I mean? And like, I can see it, I can feel it's palpable. And you're just going to be like, eh, I'll just keep my job. I'll just keep working. And I'm like, no, I'm telling you, like, you're the perfect fit for this type of contract. Here's the contact. Go do this. Oh, no, no. I just, oh, it might be too much for me. I don't know enough. Get, no, no, I've, I've had to, I've had to dismantle relationships in my life because people were okay with less. They did not try to do anything greater than exist. Absolutely. I'm with you. I'm not saying I've arrived. I'm just saying. Right, right. You have to surround you know, yourself with people who are, you know, pretty much like-minded and they're on the same page as you are. You know, if you're a go-getter and you're around people who want to stay, you know, in a mediocre level, that's not going to help you to come up. I always surround my pe myself with people who are doing a lot more than right. I am because they push me, right? They push me. Right, right. And uh, I have to push myself on the other hand. But uh, for, our, for our listeners, right, you, you can't be complacent. You can't. And I know that if you're listening to the show, you want to do better. So when you get that opportunity, right, don't, don't back away. Do the work that's necessary to make life better for you it's not about just you it's your family it's people like you like uh, randall said the people you want to help you can only help people if you have more money right and, and you're taking care and you're able to take care of you and it's not just work 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 and get these contacts and make this money you have to take care of you there has to be some kind of self-care involved or you gave an example of someone in your training can you talk about that guy who just was typing 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 away and his whole body you know because you you can just you know fall off doing too much so you have to have a you know a, a, a medium balance there right yeah there was this guy like uh, i think in the video it was about the guy that had product buy contracts. Was that, right. Was that was the a, guy? Okay. A, per, a procurement or something like that. Yeah. yeah, he does. So he was buying for the government. He got a contract buying products for the government. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you think like it's amazing, right? It's a lot of money. It's, it's, it's going to be so good. And I was sitting down with them and he actually mentored me for a while um, when I first got into this. And he was like, Randall, 
I worked so hard and I sat at that computer all day, every day. I did all this work. I bought all this stuff and self-care was not, not a thing. Self-care was just not it. So the weight starts to gain, to come on. Then the disease starts to come on. And then the osteoporosis type issues come on. The diabetes comes on. And, you know, kids, marriage, it starts to fade, you know? And he was like, I did all that for a couple million dollars. And yeah, I got to buy the nice cars and I got to do everything, you know, that I, from a, it was weird. All he could do was buy his pleasure but he had to stay in front of that computer. Like he sold his soul to that computer Wow. and he, he was miserable. And Christy, like it brings me to a very, very important point. Like my, my health, my wellness, mentally, spiritually, physically is, is more important mm. than any business, mm. than any dollar I can make. Absolutely. And I, um, I have no problem shutting down. I have no problem pulling away. Um, turning the phone off. And when I block, when I turn my phone off, I block everybody, family, business, why it doesn't matter. I need to take care of myself. And I, I, people that are listening to this, it's really important that they know before you get into this space, you got to evaluate your currency. Like it, it, whether it's government contract or not, evaluate your currency. Currency meaning um, how much emotional currency do you have? How much support do you have? You know, uh, how much money do you have? Like evaluate all your currencies, like quantify everything, give it all the value. And then, and then ask yourself like the big question, am I healthy enough or do I need to go get some healing before I start really pushing and driving to grow a business? Do I need to be healed? And a lot of people need some healing. A lot of people really need to work through abandonment issues because those people will abandon their, their contracts. They'll, they'll abandon their dreams. They got to work through control issues because they'll always try to be in control. And that controlling attitude will parlay uh, into what you do in front of a customer. And when you don't get what you want, you get mad and you leave. Um, you, you know, he, I can keep going, but healing and really going. And, and uh, I, I told somebody recently, attack all your faults. And I heard that on a radio show, like a mm-hmm. podcast. Attack everything wrong with you. Absolutely. And and the question is, how do you attack it? You go find find a solution, and you you stand up. What's wrong with you? In front of that solution, you take that solution and beat the life out of, out of that that issue. If you're a liar, just deal with it. If you procrastinate, deal with it. You know, if you don't follow through, deal with it. If you're not on time, you you know you find the solution which is usually some type of somebody's teaching, some kind of education mm-hmm. and, and, and some kind of practice. And you just beat up what's wrong with you. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah, you have to work on ourselves. But the first step oh, to yeah. that is acknowledging that something is wrong, right? Yeah, you, we're all messed up. <laughs> right. We're all, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's a constant process. You don't just find something wrong and fix it. it it's a constant process. You have to work on yourself every single yeah. day. Right. So one thing I want to ask you that I'm sure a lot of people want to know is uh, how much can you make in federal contracting? Uh, um, What's the average that you've seen as average, average, yearly average? Once you're really in it, you know, three, four million is pretty easy once you're really in it. Yeah. And then your profit margin 
12 to 30%, something like that. And that's after you paid yourself, paid your staff, paid everything. So, you know, that's, that's pretty average. So what are you looking um, at, at net? At net, what are you looking at average from three million net, for I a three mean, million dollar contract? What are you looking at after you, you paid everything? You know, after after taxes, after you know all your costs and paying yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you should be bringing in three to four fifty, just extra cash that's just sitting there. After um, you paid yourself. After everything, I'm talking about after every cost is is accounted for. You should have three to four fifty sitting there, but um, you know it's not uncommon to after you hit that mark, you should be like multiplied times three, and you'll get to like that twelve fifteen mark, and you're like, okay, you know, mm, this is pretty good, you know. Now, now you're at the point where you're you're maybe you have enough to buy real estate for the company. Mm. And, and also to pay bonuses, including bonusing yourself. Um, uh, but, you know, somebody, everybody wants to know how much I make. We'll, we'll probably close, we'll probably have an award of about $100 million before the year's out. $100 million. Yeah, before the year's out. We'll probably have an okay. award of that much. Okay, now, net, after you paid off everybody, how, does, how much is Randall? Had the feet and have fun with these five beautiful children and this yeah. wife of his. What uh, do you have? And the scale up, of course, and the scale. And yeah, I mean, because we there's there's a lot of people involved in that. You know, mm-hmm. there's other companies, there's universities. I mean, we'll probably if we get an award of hundred million dollars with contracts, we'll probably this year. Well, let's say by June of twenty three. When it's all done and said and done, and we kind of look, we get a chance to look at it. It was around tax after tax time. Mm-hmm. Eight, nine million, ten million. Eight, nine million. Like wow, and that yeah. is, that's a lot for many many of us, right? Uh, so with that eight, do yeah. you use that money after you paid yourself, of course, to scale up for the next project, reinvest, yeah, so buying property, or how are you using this? Mergers and acquisitions. Um, the, the first chance you get in federal contracting, try to buy. A complimentary company or a company who has other contracts um, that you want. Yeah, that's that's what we'll do. That's more so, scaling, more scaling. Yeah, like we, we won't really spend. We won't we won't really spend. I mean, you know, at that at that level, you know, we'll buy. Yeah, everybody in the company will get a, an amazing bonus. Uh, we'll pay shareholders. Um, we will make life easier for people in the company. You know what I mean? Whether that be a car or, you know, if we can. Um, do something else that's extraordinary but uh yeah we'll go out for we're, we and i'm saying this because we're trying to position ourselves to get bought out mm-hmm. and at a certain size we already have a buy offer um if we hit a certain number so we're gonna position ourselves to get bought out and um you know that just it just is what it is so now you get to these numbers and it sounds good mm-hmm. if if you're gonna just spend it it's not that it, it, you can't look at it like that if you're trying to get a buyout. So, right. I mean, if you have, if you're showing $10 million on your books, uh, a profit, you know, companies are going to be looking at you like, okay, what could you do? All right. We're going to buy you for 30, 40 million and you keep going and let's keep making money together. You know what I mean? That That's what we're after. So okay, gotcha. yeah. Yeah. 10 million is not really 10 million when you, when you, uh, when you have investors and you're looking for an exit, you know, 10 million is really, 
it's, it's just a gateway to get to 40 or 50. You know what I mean? Like it's right. not, it's not a real number. Yeah. Well, that's, a, that's a lot for many people. Now let's bring it back down a bit to mm-hmm. these new people who do not know much about federal contracting and want to get yeah. into this. Uh, where do they start? You know, there's a lot of information saying that you need, you have to have uh, women-owned business certification. You have to have a hub certification. You have to have um, a veteran-owned set- certification. I mean, all those are great, but tell the real truth. That's what this is about. This is yeah. the truth. What is the real truth? That you know about getting into this industry and making money all right so the only thing you have to have i'm going to give you a list here this is it um a, a business that's legally registered uh in whatever state you're in that's number one um you have to have uh, a duns number which went out now they have a, a new number but um you know, you unique, unique identifier, but I still recommend a Duns number for business credit. Um, EIN, which you had to have to get your corporation set up. Um, a business bank account that's in the business's name, not personal DBA as a business. Um, you need to have a corporate email. So whatever, whatever at yourwebsite.com. Um, you need to have a website. Uh that says what you do on it, you need to have a capability statement to, that matches your website. Uh, business cards and a SAM.gov registration. That's it. The total cost for all, yeah, that's it. Total cost for all that, top dollar, two top grand. Dollar. Top dollar. Yeah, because you're paying $1,500 for a website, you know, most likely to somebody, you know, some, some scammer. You can go build a website on GoDaddy for the cost of, you know, like 20 bucks a month or something like that. So low end, you could be started. You could get started looking for and bidding on federal contracts for 500 bucks. High end, you know, I I wouldn't spend more than $2,000 to be prepared to get ready for it. Um, Now, what you did not hear me say was certifications. You need no certifications. Wow. I I have called a lot. When I say last three months, I've called a lot, a lot, a lot of companies that swear that you have to have a certification and no. pay them to help you. Well, because they're selling you their services. <laughs> no, you don't need certifications. I mean, so it, helps, what, right? it does help because you talked about the no competition, help. right? It does help you. 8A, to, 8A helps. Okay. Services able, veteran owned. But helps. starting out, that was a good thing to add, but starting out, you do not need a certification. No, you don't. You don't need it. I mean, there's a lot of people who have unique skill sets and they don't know that the government is actually looking for that unique skill set or a government contractor is looking for that unique skill set. Um, the um, they don't know that the government's looking for that unique skill set. So they go through their whole business career life, whatever, and, and they don't even look, you know, but they have a real business uh, and they they all they need is SAM registration. And they're able to go out and bid on this contract that the government has. I mean, for, it's just a little tiny knowledge gap. Uh, that person, they might get out there, you know, no certification, but with the skill set that's necessary. Mm. I've seen people do it and they go from $20,000 in contracts to $2 million, And then it just explodes because of the skill set. It's, 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 it's the commercial world on steroids. Wow. Somebody's looking for what you do, you know, uh, period. Somebody's looking for what you do. 
and and the government buys everything. Wow. Everything. Everything. Give me some ideas of some things that they would buy. <laughs> I did a talk uh, last year about the government buys weave. <laughs> buy what? They buy weave. What? We? Oh. <laughs> yeah. They buy weave. You know, so, so the government does a lot of these, these uh, they, they stage scenarios and they put actors into these scenarios to help train, you know, our soldiers. And uh, what ends up happening was, you know, you get you get the scenarios built and you got a lady, you need to have a lady from that looks like this or a man looks like this. Well, that wig, um, you know, or that weave is they buy it. They go find it on the Internet. Joking. No, you know, they'll look for it. They can justify that it's available. They'll put out a contract. We need to buy this many hair pieces, you know, for this many people. Yeah, the government buys weave. They buy, they buy. Uh, let's see, uh, you know, normal stuff like socks, shoes. You know, they buy all that. Uh, one interesting thing that you you might think that people don't buy is uh, the government doesn't buy is they need barbers. They need civilian barbers to take contracts cutting hair uh, for you know for training stations. Yeah, for like um, recruit training operations, uh, boot camp. You know, different names. Uh, Marine Corps recruit training. Um, Army boot camp, Air Force basic. Uh, yeah, it's they buy they buy barbershop services. Um, really, I didn't think about that. I mean, you said everything and anything. What, what you well, don't want to get into the toilet paper company. I'm sure that is oversaturated. Well, that's that's big business. But you know, you'd be surprised though. You might find that let's say you let's say you sell uh, skincare stuff for people with pigmentation, right? All right, government, you know, you you get out there, you're marketing, you're talking to folks and, you know, you're getting on sam.gov or getting on a piece of software like GovWin or GovTribe and you're saying, you know, uh, I'm looking for, for data. Who can I call to sell my product? So you run across um, DLA, Defense Logistics Agency. Um, they buy skincare for soldiers that are deployed, all right? There's people with pigmentation deployed. So you're, you kind of fall into all this, right? A little bit of research, a little bit of luck. And you, you, you find this, this opportunity and the government goes, cool, we'll buy some ethnic care stuff from you. Send us a hundred bottles, but you know what I mean? It's not a big order, but that purchasing officer, uh, really, you know, contract specialist, contract officer, they're going to be like, huh, it could happen. And it does happen a lot. You, you sell skincare. Nah, we, don't, we don't need ethnic stuff right now. And a lot of people, this is this happens a lot. They go, well, that's all I sell. The government's like, look, no. we just need some skincare. Right. Order us some Vaseline and some Q-tips and some some um, some uh, some lotion, and you know, send it to us. We we need to buy it, and it's we got to ship it overseas. So we, you got to charge us for shipping and everything. Now, a smart person would say, cool, I'll. Yeah, it's gonna cost you $19 a bottle for the Vaseline, 27 for the lotion plus shipping, you know, because it gotta go to Kuwait or Afghanistan or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but a lot of people be like, nah, I'm, I, I sell ethnic skin. That's all I sell. No, it's not what you sell. You sell skincare. You sell skin care. You you have a passion for ethnic skincare, but the government will once they know you can do something and you follow through, they call you like, hey, 
I just said, I, we need to buy combs. We need to buy a million combs, period. And we can't buy them from China. There's, there's literally money okay. falling out of the sky. Now, my community is more service-based entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Now, what kind mm-hmm. of services would they oh, use for? Um, big money. Uh, services, everything. Um, they, they pay for accounting services. I mean, accounting, tax, finance, finance services. Prep, tax prep. Coaches, uh, trainers. Uh, they do man, a lot of management, a lot of leadership, um, oh. you know, transportation services. Uh, one of the big ones I told you about, we a lot of curriculum development, a lot of writing services, um, marketing services, media services, videography. Um, they buy, yeah, yeah, they buy MC services. Um, uh, you know, literally somebody just to host events. The host yes. events. They buy that. Um, they buy, um, shoot, uh, uh child care. They buy uh, teaching. Um, they, I, I, there's, you know, hundreds of millions of, of types of services that that you could easily easily find. If they buy, um, and that's just like that's DOD at large. If you go through the VA, go through the the uh, through uh, Department of Energy, go through uh, Institute of Health. Like you start to go down the list. They buy lab services. They buy medical I services. Saw that. I saw like the ag- agriculture and I don't know anything oh. about agriculture, but they needed a trainer. I mean, so you would. Trainers, they buy future farming services for ag right now. They're, wow. they're, they literally have contracts for people who own land to do test farming at their land. To do and, the really? reason, and the reason that people aren't getting those deals mm-hmm. is because they're not doing the research. So the government ends up giving it to whoever's available, which is usually a big company who knows about it. But the money is there. It's the hard work that it takes to find it. That's the issue for most people. Right. Uh, there's not a lack of opportunity. And that's just the U.S., but the U.S. buys for all of its allies. So every ally we have can buy through our government. Really? Every ally. Yes. Really? Yes. So it's, wow. Now, I mean, I'll be in Ghana on the government's dime this year. Now, where do you yeah. find different countries and what they their needs are is that um, website that people go to or it's online they'd have to do the research right well so department of trade uh department of commerce okay yeah so us tda i think it's us uh trade development association um let's see us tda uh is united states trade and development agency all right they they are like, yeah, man, um, just endless opportunity with them. Like their whole job is to find a way to um, help America go do business with like middle income countries, mm-hmm. you know, so they're not like the extremely poverty stricken, no money. They're not like us, but like Ghana is a middle income country. The government paid for, like, like I don't spend any money to go to Ghana and set up my business over there. Nothing. They set up all the connections, all the, they, like, they pay for the flight, they pay for the hotel. And everything. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know what they're dying for, by the way? What are they dying for? Diversity in, in export. Ooh, diversity in export. 
They'll take right. you to the other governments, pay for you to get the information you need on what they're trying to buy or what they need to implement. Mm-hmm. They'll do that. Mm-hmm. And they have such a low level of diversity in export uh, to other countries from the U.S. The, the U.S. government will pay for wow. you to go do it as a diverse person. Absolutely. It's, wow. it's insane. Awesome. Well, I don't want you to give away everything, um, but I do want you to share three three tips mm-hmm. with our listeners on the best way to get into this uh, federal government contracting. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, number one, connect to somebody who will tell you the truth. And, you know, uh, my I have a course, I have a mastermind group, um, there's, but there, there are other people like me. I don't know where they all are. I mean, a lot of scammers. So, um, Connect to the truth. That's number one. Connect to the truth. Um, yeah, connect to the truth. Uh, number two, um, prepare for getting into this space by, I would say, put some money up, put a little bit of money up, you know, anywhere from, you know, five to $20,000 just to help you cover your travel, um, going to matchmaking events, uh, you know, Buying expertise when you need it. It's very important. Uh, no, nobody does it out of the dirt for real because it, it takes too long. Um, so I'd say that's that's another one. I think the third one that I think is really important. Um, you you have to do this if you're really going to be successful in it. Do it as bad as you want to breathe. Mm. You got to be pretty nuts about it. I mean. And, and be willing to do anything and everything uh, that's legal to, 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 you know, see it come to pass. This, uh, diligence, we talked about it earlier. Um, this is not for quitters. And I used to be a quitter, by the way. But I, this is not for quitters. This is for, um, you know, people that have, have a wolf mentality. They're going to keep going. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're going to keep biting until whatever their prey is falls. And if you want to be in this space, it, it takes a lot of diligence. Wow. Absolute persistence, you know, resilience. It's but I for me, that's all diligence. That's just, you know, it's all wrapped into one. So yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Where can you or listeners find you and find out more about how to really get into federal contracting? Well, I mean, I tell you what would be great if is if your listeners reached out to you. And said, hey, Christy, because uh, Christy, you're going through it right now. I am doing the process and now. Right. So I'm a I little, want people to I'm reach out to you. I'm above you guys and I'm pushing pretty hard. So make sure that yeah. you contact me. I'll have all my contact information down below. I'll let you know how to find out more information about um, from Randall if you need that. And mm-hmm. yeah, let's let's go get it. I mean, if you are if you have it in your heart and desire to work hard to do the work and stay diligent, committed to, you know, meeting these deadlines and doing a stellar, stellar job. So they can call you yeah. back over and over and over again, while you also take care of yourself, take care of your family. Yeah. self self healing and self right. is a big deal. But, um, Christy, I do a lot of speaking. Um, yeah. now, uh, we'll be going across the country, uh, me and a couple other folks, um, talking about this and again, opening the door for people. Uh, so we're going to pick four cities and we're going to go and, and just tell the truth about it and, and show people that it's possible. 
Um, and that, that tour is going to be a lot of fun. I think we're coming to Texas. Uh, I think right. we're going to uh, Texas. I think we'll be in D.C. Um, uh, I think we're going to be in uh, Carolina and uh, maybe Virginia. Uh, and then we'll, we'll, add, we'll add eight more cities after that to start heading out west. Christy, uh, you tell them how you feel about it. And, right. uh, you Absolutely. know, they... If they need somebody to come speak about it, you know, speak about government contracting, they can reach out and, uh, you know, I'll tell the truth uh, and, and y'all yeah, motivate, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm, I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm serious about it though. As, to me, this is not a, not a game. You come in that room and, and, and you're scared when you get done. Yeah, that's good. You're, I vetted you out. You shouldn't have been there. <laughs> I want you to be like, yes, Randall, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. That's what I'm looking for. Right. And go through the process and do the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Randall, for being on the show. It was a pleasure having you here. And thank you for providing such great information. So if you want to know more, contact me and you know how to find me and we'll get you hooked up to these government contracts. Well, if I do a good job, uh, everybody that hears this, I think I'm trying to get Christy to make a deal with me. And uh and and she can go be a superstar host and podcast owner and uh and i'll get her into government contracting and then we'll have a show together and there so you go Absolutely. i've been thinking about that actually like the last two days so ah awesome <laughs> so, you know. to be. absolutely all right well thanks christy <laughs>